Hi, and welcome to the Magnetical You podcast. I'm your host and intuitive life coach, Madison Arnholt. This podcast is here to help you access the intuitive wisdom and peace within you so you can live with more freedom, flow, joy, and alignment in your everyday life. Hi, and welcome back to the Magnetically You podcast. Before we get to into today's episode, really quick, I wanted to let you know that my new and improved meditation app, But First Exhale, is launching August 11th. I am so excited for this. It is so beautiful. The meditations are amazing. The music is amazing. There's also ways you can listen without music, the ways it's categorized and sorted and you can filter and you can save your favorites and access them offline, even on an airplane, which is one of my favorite things to do is to use um, my meditations on an airplane. And like, what an amazing thing to be able um, to do. It's launching August 11th. So I'm hosting a launch party, which is going to be really fun on Friday, August 11th at 11 a.m. Eastern. So in this launch party, I'm going to walk you through um, and unveil the app. We could say you'll be able to take advantage of the free 14-day trial. There's going to be an exclusive party gift for everyone there. And I'm also going to do a live on Zoom guided meditation with everyone to really take you into a deep state of relaxation and give you a taste of the kinds of meditations that are waiting for you inside. But first, exhale. So this is really a new kind of meditation app that's not about like finding peace and calm for five minutes or sitting perfectly calm for a 10 minute meditation. And then, you know, you go back to your life and you're like, okay, but I, now I still kind of feel like shitty, like woohoo, like five or 10 minutes of peace. Great. But like, how does that actually translate into life? And so the, all these meditations are specifically designed in a way to actually create a real deep and lasting transformation that doesn't just give you like a woohoo, like 10 minutes of like peace and relaxation, but actually really expands into your everyday life and creates an ever increasing sense of peace and inner security and inner wholeness and clarity. So I am so excited to share that with you. If you would like to join us for the launch party and have some fun and check out the app, maybe join if it calls to you, you can go to madisonarnholt.com slash launch, and I will see you there. Okay. So let's get into today's episode. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing how I run my business in alignment and at peace because it was a journey (laughs) Um, to that place, but I feel so neutral and aligned and unattached and at peace with everything in regards to my business. And this is something that a year and a half ago, two years ago, I really didn't feel like was possible. I remember I was on a coaching call with one of my mentors about a year and a half ago. And she said, like, can you, can you imagine a reality where like you would be okay 
if you never got the like big success, your mind is so attached to with the business. Like, can you imagine a reality where like, let's say it doesn't happen. Like, could you be okay? And at the time it was like, absolutely not. Like I just felt so hinged on and so attached to like, I, my business has to be the, this huge, ginormous success. Like all these people on Instagram, making a million dollars a month or else I'm unworthy or else something is wrong with me or else um I have to like suffer and feel bad about myself until I get there or else I'm a failure and it was just um so draining and now I feel like I'm good either way and that is the ultimate freedom to be like well <laughs> I'm good right now I love everything right now everything's great now I feel great now I feel at peace now I feel happy now I feel joyful now I feel whole now I feel worthy now. I feel complete. I feel grounded. I feel calm. I feel clear. <laughs> and I know I can feel that way in whatever direction my business goes. And that is such an incredible feeling. And my mind didn't, my mind almost like didn't want that before because it was like, no, like if I let go of like desperately like needing the business success, then like, then maybe I won't like get to have it. And like, I'm just not okay with that. So I can't let it go. And then I kept suffering because I wasn't willing to see what would happen if I let go of pushing and forcing, um, so hard. So this was, this episode was actually inspired by Natasha. Hello, Natasha. If you're listening to this, thank you for your amazing question on Instagram. She asked, um, to record an episode about promoting business offers from a place of alignment where people buy without feeling pushed. So I'm going to um, cover that more specifically at the end, but this whole episode in general is really me sharing my journey of how I went from feeling that like pushy feeling of like, I'm trying to get people, I got to get people to buy and then not feeling like enough. And then nobody buying and then, Oh my God, nobody wants to work with me. And then how do I get them to do it? And then feeling more pushy and then them for probably feeling pushed and then nobody buying. And then, Oh my God, nobody wants to work with me. And da, 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 da. The cycle continued until it didn't, until I uh, was able to shift that. And I'm so excited to share how I did because this was this has been such an incredible freeing thing in my life that has shifted um, so much for me. So I'm so excited to share it with you. Um, so thank you, Natasha, for that amazing question. If you have a question or a topic that you want me to record a podcast episode on, um, I recently got inspired by Gabby Bernstein's podcast. She has people leave a review on iTunes um, and ask their question there. So I'm like, oh, I love this. <laughs> I can receive reviews, of course, if you want to leave one. And I would love to gift you in return answering a question you have or a topic you want me to record an episode on. So if that feels fun for you, I would love for you to go leave a review on iTunes. And then within your review, you can ask a question and I will periodically be um, checking on those to answer your questions. Um, so thanks, Natasha, for kicking us off with this amazing one. So we're going to take it back to the beginning of my business. So I started my first business as a food blogger, actually. And I was creating recipes, taking photos of food. I had this like fancy camera. And at that time, I was really um, 
more immersed in the blogging world and the food blogging world. So it was all about like post your recipes and SEO and get the best um, pictures and photography and get a lot of traffic to your website and then try to get sponsored um, brands to sponsor you um, and features in like magazines and other um, like food websites and things like that. So I was obsessively (laughs) perfectionistic at this point of uh, my business um, journey. I was also working as an actuary at the time. So I was working like 12 hours a day as an actuary. And then on the weekends, I would be like making a bunch of recipes, taking a bunch of photos for literally like eight hours at a time. And it's not that it actually took eight hours, but it did for me because there was so much resistance and perfectionism of like, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough. Got to fix this. Not good enough. Got to fix this. Not good enough. Got to fix this. And just keep going, going and going literally take like way too many pictures, um, in attempt to, literally make it perfect. And like my back would be hurting, but I would just be like, I gotta keep going and get these, um, pictures. And it never felt like anything, um, was good enough. And it's funny. Cause I look back on it now and I'm like, wow, like what I created from nothing was amazing. Like I ended up working with, um, like Nutso, the peanut butter company, Purely Elizabeth, the granola company. I was featured in um, Thrive Magazine, which was sold at the, when I lived in Dallas at the time, I would go to the grocery store Sprouts and it was literally sold at the grocery store. Like I was in a magazine that I could pick up from my like, you know, normal grocery store. And I couldn't even appreciate it or see the amazingness of what I had created at the time, because I was so always fixated on, it wasn't enough. Like I could have been on the front page of the New York times and probably still felt the same way. And that's such a clear point I want to make with this episode is that so often we think it's the next thing. We think it's getting on the cover of New York times or hitting a certain money milestone or whatever, and all these things. And it, it's not, it's really not. It's how we're feeling internally. And then the mind will just project it onto that thing. Oh, I feel this way because I haven't achieved X, Y, Z yet. And it's like, whether we achieve it or not, like it really is irrelevant. It's the feeling inside of us. And that feeling can be released and cleared so that you can feel clear, calm and grounded, whether or not you're on the New York times cover or not, or whatever the thing is that your mind, um, gets hooked to that wasn't that wasn't even a particular one mine mine would get hooked to but I think you get what I mean even like looking at the numbers of how much traffic was going to my blog and just like total obsession um with it not being enough so that was the food blogging um business and kind of around that time I had begun uh my intuitive eating journey with food so I'd had um, just an eating disorder in high school. And then it kind of morphed into more disordered eating, um, in my early twenties while I was working as an actuary. And I ended up coming upon the book intuitive eating. And I was just at the point with food where I'm like this, I feel like I was so obsessed with clean eating. And I was like, everything is going to kill me. Everything's going to give me cancer. There's nothing safe in this world to eat. I can't, I literally, there's nothing I can eat. It's not safe. Like I just can't do it. And I, once I saw that, 
I was like, whoa, that's some crazy shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, this can't be right. Like I like was able to like, that was a clear point of awareness for me. You could say where I saw, oh, wow. Very interesting. That my, That's the story my mind's telling. That can't be like, that can't be the way I live. Like, this is not, this is obviously not like going to work for me. Um, so I ended up finding the book intuitive eating and it was, you know, all about like, listen to your body, trust yourself. You can be free with food. And I was like, fuck yes. Like, this is exactly what I need. I was, it was the perfect timing and my intuition. So clearly guided me to that book and to really immersing myself in, um, seeing what happens if I start dropping all these stories and rights and wrongs and shoulds and shouldn'ts around food and dropping it, what everyone else is telling me to do, dropping the effort, dropping, trying to get it right. And literally just let my body's natural cues guide me. And through that journey, I ended up completely, you could say like rewiring my brain around food, finding complete freedom and peace and alignment with food to where like, I no longer was thinking about it 24 seven. I no longer was worrying about it at all. And it just became so effortless and so easy and just something I didn't have to think about. Like it was, um, no longer run by my mind and instead was kind of given back to my intuition to guide me. And it was just so much easier, so much more at peace and everything was just like, wow, it's amazing to not be obsessive and controlling with food. I want everyone to know they can trust their intuition to guide them with food and they don't have to follow any rules and they don't have to get it right. And they don't have to stress about it and they don't have to count any calories and they don't have to eliminate certain foods and they don't have to do an elimination diet and they don't have to cut out gluten and they don't have to cut out dairy and like all that shit that my mind would literally spend on 24 seven every day, making me severely anxious. Well, it turns out everything was better when I completely dropped all that and just went into the unknown of each now moment following my body's cues. And so I was like, I want everybody in the world to know about this intuitive eating. Oh my God, I'm free. And I want them to be free too. So I became a certified health coach and started doing intuitive eating coaching and helping other people, um, let go of their, you know, just like worries and, um, preoccupation with food and to just find that complete, um, alignment and peace and effortlessness with food and their body. And that was amazing. I created a program called the subtle art of food freedom, which was an amazing program. I ended up having probably over the time that I did it, like 30 women go through it. Um, one of them who was one of my first clients ever, I ended up meeting up with recently in Virginia. And it was really cool to just catch up with her years um, later. And that was just, yeah, a beautiful like program and beautiful impact I was having. And behind the scenes of the like, oh, like I'm really helping people behind the scenes. I was like losing my shit because what I started to get into was on Instagram, I'm seeing all these coaches, they're, you know, making a million dollars and 10 K months and a hundred K months. And these are, the, I have the exact formula. And if you join my program, you can do it too. <laughs> um, so I was like, Oh, okay. Yes, please. I don't know anything. I'm not good enough. I 
need you to tell me what to do. So I would join these programs who sold me on their exact formula. Like this is going to be the one I'm going to get it. I'm going to finally figure it out. And the harder I tried and the more of these programs I joined, the more coaches I hired, the more things I tried to do. I just kept trying to change it. Oh, that's not the right strategy. I need to change it. Oh, that's not the right strategy. I need to change it. Oh, I need to just do more um, marketing. Oh, well, I've done everything exactly how they're telling me to do it. I'm doing it just like them, but it's not working for me. So what's wrong with me? Why isn't this working for me? Why am I not seeing the same results. It must be that something's wrong with me. And so I had a lot of shame of, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? And the more I, the harder I tried and the more of these, you know, formulas I tried to do, the worse I um, felt. And I was overworking to compensate for that insecurity. I was making everything overcomplicated to comp- to compensate for the insecurity. And I was overstressing and overworried about um, everything because of the insecurity and because of the seeking of the worth externally through external validation, through how many clients I was getting through, how much money I was making through, if I was, you know, getting it like the 10 K or hundred K months or whatever, like everybody um, else. And it was just so exhausting and, you know, just things like I would open my emails and I would feel like I would feel this like a like um compulsive feeling like oh I have to check my email and see if like any if I've gotten any opportunities or if I've manifested any opportunities. And then I would see nothing and then I would immediately feel this like worthless like feeling, this like bad feeling, this oh like and it, then it would be perpetuated um and it, this is a really good point and um I was on, so I'm, I was just uh, in Bella Lively's program called Welling um, with a few other people. And she was coaching somebody on body image. And, and she said, like, don't, when you feel that like bad feeling of like, Ooh, like I need to check in the mirror to like, tell me if I look good or not. And then you look in the mirror. And if you're somebody who has, you know, body image feelings of insecurity, you will look at the mirror and then you will use the mirror to confirm that you, the things you feel bad about yourself for. So if you feel bad and then you look at the mirror to basically like confirm those bad feelings, and then it just confirms those bad feelings. And then it confirms the bad, the like unhelpful stories. And then you kind of just stay um, stuck. And so that's kind of um, what I was doing with my emails where it's like, I'd have the bad feeling that I wasn't good enough. And I would say, okay, well, maybe if I open my email and somebody has decided to work with me, then maybe that will fix this feeling of not good enough within me. Right. I was looking for my email to tell me I was good enough or not an email, but like something in the email to tell me I was good enough. Well, I would open the email. Nothing would tell me I was good enough, obviously, because an an email or a client or whatever can't do that in an actual true lasting way. It literally only lasts for like five, 10 minutes. So anyways, I would look to the email to, um, like, uh, confirm that, um, or validate, get that validation. And then instead it would just confirm the same old stories that I had over and over and over and over. And so I think that's an important, um, point to look at is those moments where you're, you find your mind wanting to look to something external to fill a perceived lack within you. So it was like, my mind was like, oh, I got to go like check my email and hope that something in there is going to like 
kind of like give me that feeling of like, oh, okay, I send client. Okay, I'm actually okay, I'm good enough again. But then like five minutes later, I was, you know, even if I did, five minutes later, you know, a day later, I would, you know, be back off to feeling the same um way. So watch that. And that's a great thing to become aware of and work with uh releasing. So where are we at with this story? Oh, so the emails would trigger me. I, um, if I would get on a discovery call with a potential client and they would be like, Oh, okay. Like I'm going to think about it. I would be losing my shit the whole you know week or whatever until they got back to me. Are they going to change their mind? They're definitely going to change their mind. Are they going to work with me? Are they not? Should I follow up with them? Are they going to think I'm pushy? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Maybe I should, but I need, blah, 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 blah. but they're not going to do it. And if they then I'll, if they don't, then like what does that mean about me again? And if they like it, just felt like I had so much energy hinged on this person saying yes or no, and I would literally obsess and fixate on it until. I heard back from them. And if it was a yes, I was like queen of the castle. Oh my God. I am like the best manifester in the world. Like, yes, I'm amazing. Well, that shit lasted again for like a day. And then I would be back to um, feeling like, oh, like nobody wants anything. Something's wrong with me. Like very much a um, victim energy, um, you could say, and very low self worth in the area of business because I had, I feel like I had brain, I almost, I like brainwashed myself with so much on social media about the right ways to do things and outsourced my intelligence to other people and then felt bad about it. And that's the same thing I had done with food is I had let everyone tell me, this is how you eat. This is what you should eat. This is healthy. This is not healthy. This is clean. This is not clean. Do this. Don't do that. You can only have this many calories. And it's like, I've completely lost sight of my own um, intuition. And then of course felt terrible in following everyone else's guidance above my own. And I was doing the same thing with business of taking everyone's guidance above my own. And then, you know, it um, perpetuating feelings that I don't know what I'm doing. I can't figure this out. I'm not good enough. And it was a very sticky (laughs) um, cycle. And I would be high when very mentally and emotionally um, high when, um, when things would happen according to my mind thought they um, should, but those highs were very like anxious and manic because, oh no, how do I keep it up? What if I lose it again? And then of course, as life ebbs and flows, nothing only ever always goes perfectly in one linear direction. My mood was just so up, down, up, down, up, down, 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 lots of mostly down. And then an occasional like spike followed by the crash back to the down, down, (laughs) down. And it was just getting so old and so exhausting. And I, but I couldn't stop myself yet because i was so desperate for the for a level of success to tell me and confirm i was good enough like i was waiting to allow myself to feel good enough until i had you know achieved what everyone else looked like they were achieving on instagram and in early at the beginning of 2022 that's when things really started shifting for me i joined I would say it's like, I I went on my one last rodeo of like seeking answers externally and putting another like coach on this like pedestal and like falling into the like, 
um, this is why nothing in your business is working. And we have the formula join and we will tell you everything to fix everything. And I'm like, okay, but this one's different. Like this is going to be it. And my husband's like, oh God, are you really doing this again? It's like, yep. Still haven't learned my lesson apparently. So I joined again. I'm like, no, this one's different. Like this one, I'm actually like being intuitively guided to. Um, and I actually do feel like it wasn't like correct intuitively. I don't regret it at all because the, the lesson so clearly stuck after that. And I've never gone back to seeking, um, answers in that really graspy, desperate way from someone else again, since then. So I joined this program, same shit happened. I started feeling, lots of imposter syndrome. I started feeling worse. I started feeling even more something was wrong with me. I started feeling resistant and stressed about everything in the business. Like it, it was just so draining. And I had this, um, very, very clear awareness start to build where it was like, this is not working. I don't want to do this anymore. And I remember almost like kind of like praying one day in the shower, just like, I can't do it anymore. Intuition, like, show me, show me, show me, show me, help me, please help me. Like, what do I do? I I can't like act like this anymore. And I remember hearing so clearly, take three days off Instagram. Like, and I hadn't, I had been pushing my intuition down again with this program, totally ignoring it and just taking what they told me um, to do, even if it didn't feel right for me because they were the guru and they had the answers. And if I just did what they told me to do, and if I just got it right, and if I just got it perfect, then I would be successful and worthy and happy and rich. (laughs) Oh, sounds like so silly now thinking back, but like we are where we are until we're not. And like, this was my experience. And I know so many um, clients I've worked with have had a similar experience. And so I'm really, really, really happy to be able to share this and happy to be on the other side and to be able to be someone who can hold that. I don't know, like a lighthouse for you and tell you, like, you do not have to feel that way. Like you can be free of all those heavy feelings and you can trust yourself and your own wisdom to guide you. And you do not need to have that reliance on anyone else or complete um, attachment of your mood and worth being dependent on your business. It just doesn't have to be that way. And you can be free. And I'm really excited to continue sharing with you how I um, freed myself, we'll say from (laughs) this mess. And it's not wrong. It's not wrong. If you do feel like you're kind of uh, really stuck in that, it's not wrong. Of course you feel the way you do. And with that awareness, like even if listening to this, it's giving you some awareness, like that awareness is everything as an incredible starting point to really start seeing how it shows up. Oh, okay. This is what happens when I feel that itch to check my email and use it as a like a way to validate my worth. And then I feel worse. And then everything, you know, spirals and then all it just perpetuates more circumstances that make me feel that way. Okay, cool. See that. Let's see what happens if I keep witnessing and watching that um, pattern. So I took those three days off Instagram, even though I was in the middle of this launch and I was supposed to be following the step-by-step launch formula. And my mind was so stressed about quitting the launch and my intuition was just so clear. And I was so done that I was like, 
okay, fuck it. Fuck it. Like I'm, I'm done. Like I'm intuition will show me and took those three days off and just, um, ended up having so many clear insights come up about how I was just seeking all like my worth so externally. And I just didn't have to do that anymore. And I was just able to see that so clearly and really get committed to whatever it takes. All I want is inner peace. And that's the same thing that actually a huge turning point with food too. It's like, I got to the point where I was like, I don't care. I, at this point, I just want peace. I realized, I finally was able to realize what I wanted more than the success that my mind thought I wanted and the money and the validation and the blah, 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 blah. What I really wanted more than all of that was peace. And I was finally like, oh, whatever it takes to get peace. That's, that's where I'm headed. (laughs) And the rest of the stuff, my mind's still kind of obsessed, but like peace has now taken, um, priority And so I really, um, during that time, um, I took a, um, I had taken IVFT with Bella Lively. So that's inner voice facilitator training. I had taken that at, I believe like March, 2021. So a year before where I learned how to, um, ask my intuition for answers and receive guidance and release stuck energy and, emotions, but I didn't really apply it for my own life and my own self. I just jumped so quickly into how can I use this to grow my business? How can I like, um, get this to my, get this to clients. So this can get me more clients and kind of skipped the part where I really integrated it for myself. And so kind of a year later, as all this was surfacing, I was really come back coming, being like, okay, I'm ready to come back to my intuition. I'm ready to release what needs to be released. And so I really came back to those teachings of releasing and trusting my intuition that I had um, gone more deeply into in IVFT with um, Bella and actually took the space to really integrate it myself. And there were about like, probably like six months where it was just releasing and releasing and releasing and releasing. And it felt like the, the shame was never going to run out. It felt like the not good enough feelings were never going to run out. It felt like the insecurity was never going to run out. It felt like the apathy of like, Oh, nothing works. So why bother was never going to run out. It just felt like I was going to be stuck feeling this way forever. But as best I could, every time those feelings would arise, I would go into the feeling and feel it and release it. And so if you don't know how to do this, it is the most transformative um, thing I've ever learned how to do to my life in my life, the most freeing thing in the world, because when you can free yourself from any feeling, then you're really free. Not you're never stuck with anything and there's nothing that can't be transmuted. And then it takes away so much fear because why be afraid of anything? Cause all we're really afraid of is a bad feeling. We think it's going to bring and that we're going to be stuck with, but if we know we can transmute any feeling, then we're really free. So if you don't know how to do that and you're interested in learning how, you can go to madisonarnholt.com slash inner voice, and I will guide you through an inner voice session where basically you'll um, breathe and go into a deep state of awareness where we can ask your intuition questions and you can receive answers and guidance for yourself and your life and anything your mind is struggling with. 
And if any stuck emotions or energy come up, we can release um, those as well. And it's really helpful to have someone guide you through, especially the first time or even like later times. I still love, like I can do this on my own all day um, long and I do. And sometimes it's really nice to receive um, the support. So if you're new at this, I would um, love to do a session with you so that you can have the gift of being able to do this uh, yourself. Or if you just want someone to hold that space for you to give yourself that gift of like, yeah, I'd like someone to be um, with me on this journey. I would love to do that for you. So I basically spent six months releasing, 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 and like trusting that if, if it, if I'm, if there's something I'm trying to force or push in the business, like what happens if I don't do it? What happens if I just don't push? What happens if I don't do all those things? My mind is telling me I have to do. What happens if I literally just drop it, release anything heavy that's coming up and only do what actually feels in alignment and actually something from my intuition and not something to be seeking validation or to avoid these feelings or to fix um, them or like fill them in some way. And there were, it, it like, it's almost like looking back now, it's like my intuition was guiding me to a deep phase of aloneness and nothingness. It's like, there was very little going on in my life at this time, very little going on in my business, very, very, very little going on socially to where I was literally just alone all the time and had no fucking clue what to do with myself. (laughs) And I just had all these bad feelings and it was like, okay, here we go. Time to release. And so I just like had my inner voice that guided me to so much space for that releasing. And um, if you don't have that much space in your life, it doesn't mean you can't release. Everyone will be guided by their own intuition and their own life experience. And it, it will be in the best and highest way for you and your life. But I was guided into this deep phase of stillness and nothingness where I would sometimes be releasing for hours a day, meditating, um, slash releasing for sometimes like four hours a day and just feeling like what? am I doing with my life? What do I do with myself? But I was just not willing to like force or push it. So I was just like, okay, I don't know. I guess I'll just keep floating around and releasing and like doing nothing and like seeing what happens. And over time, what happened um, was that I finally started to feel free (laughs) and clear. And my mind questioned so many times along this journey, like, is anything even happening? Like, is this even working? Like, am I kidding myself? Like, maybe I'm just starting to feel better because I'm just not doing anything and not doing anything in the business. And maybe when I go back to engaging more with the business and engaging more with life, I'm just going to be a basket case again. And maybe I'm just like running from all my problems and maybe I'm kidding myself. Um, and maybe I'm not even actually like doing anything. And that obviously wasn't the case. And my, I knew intuitively, like I'm meant to be in this phase. <laughs> like I'm meant to release a lot. I'm meant to just be in this. And I continued trusting that. And I continued um, just being in that wide open space of <laughs> nothingness and not really knowing what to do um, with myself. And because for my, because my intuition really guided me to basically nothing, <laughs> I couldn't source my 
any joy or peace or excitement or anything externally anymore. Like the only place I could get it was within, because that was like all that was available, you could say. So eventually I had to turn, I had to learn how to turn within for that peace and that alignment and that worthiness. I was so desperately before seeking externally. So I just kept releasing and not doing anything that felt forced. And like that by just releasing and by following my intuition for me, I was led to basically doing nothing in my business. I like stopped, um, recording podcasts. I kind of just like stopped everything and just like had to let it go, um, for a little while. And I didn't know, I had no idea if I was like going to come back and be really into it again, or like how that was going to look. But I knew I just needed to keep releasing and keep going because I was like, I, I want to see this through. I want to see if there's peace, more peace on the other side. And what I began to find time after time, after time, if I would sit with those feelings and allow them to be processed on the other side, every time was more freedom, wisdom, and lightness every time, every time. And it was an ever increasing overall sense of freedom and wisdom and lightness that began to grow and grow and grow and get bigger and stronger and steadier, more accessible, more um, long lasting and more just kind of like ingrained into my way of of being to um, the point where after, I don't know, a few months of that, I really started to feel different. And I found a, I found such a complete sense of peace and wholeness and alignment that wasn't dependent on anything outside of me. And that felt good. So good. And I'm like, okay, well, let's <laughs> um, continue on with this. And I, what I want to say too, about that period of releasing, it's just like, the email one, that one like took a long time to die. And so like the 10th time, it's like, I would be triggered by checking the email and, Oh, nobody wants to work with me. Oh, now, now that's a feeling I need to feel and release. It's like, well, how many fucking times am I going to release this one? It's like, it just keeps coming back. So then I would be like, Oh my God, is this even working? Am I doing anything? And yes, I was. And so I want to just like throw this in here. For when old patterns resurface after you thought they were dead or after you already thought you released it, it doesn't mean you've gone backwards. It doesn't mean it's not released. It just means there's still more to release or more wisdom to gain. So it's kind of like a push pop, like part of it's like pushed up and like released and come out, but then it may push up again and there may be more to release, but with each um, push more is uh, released and more lightness and clarity and wisdom is on the other um, side. And so I kept going because I just knew I, I, I just feel like I'm supposed to be doing this. And I do keep finding that every single time this, I feel really good on the other side. I feel really whole. And that sense of wholeness keeps really growing (laughs) and I keep feeling less reactive to everything. Okay. Maybe something is going, um, on here. And when I look back, you know, to a year ago, two years ago, like it is night and day, like my whole, I was so dependent, my mood and energy and worth was so dependent on what was going on in my business. Now, literally like 0%. 
maybe on occasion, like 2%. And then it goes back to zero because I know exactly how to release it and come back to freedom and neutral and peace. And the, the uh, difference is huge. Um, And so I wanted to share a few signs that you actually are releasing. So it's actually working. You actually are releasing. If, if you can feel that a sense of after you've released, it felt like the feeling went to completion. It felt like it was activated and then it shook up and vibrated out until it came back to stillness. Almost like if you shook up a snow globe and then it just settled back down. It came back to grounding. It came back to clear it all, all that shook enough chaotic energy just flattened out that feeling of like, okay, the energy is flattened out. It has flatlined. It has kind of died. I no longer am feeling it in the same way. That's a great sign. The thing that triggered the feeling, which sometimes we know, sometimes we don't, it doesn't matter. Um, but let's say like the emails, right over time, I started realizing, oh, it's not as much of a problem. When I check my email, I'm a little less triggered and a little less triggered and less reactive um, and less um, compelled to react to those um, feelings. And now with the email thing, it's just like, there's nothing about my energy that has anything to do with my emails. It's like emails, emails, and my energy is my energy. It's like, they're not tied up with each other. Um, And that feels really, really good. So being less triggered um, or not at all by the things that used to trigger you, having more courage to go into the feelings and less pull to react or repress, react to them or repress them. So as we grow in our awareness, we grow in our ability to sense when something is arising that needs to be released. So it's not necessarily that, oh, now you just have more problems and you've gone backwards. It's actually, you're more aware and you're not, that it's coming up to coming out to allow you to go even higher or lighter or more free, we could say. So repeating patterns and feeling like, oh my God, when the fuck is ever, when am I going to finally be able to look at this email and not be triggered, like, right? When they, they just keep coming back around and it kind of feels like, is it working? Am I going backwards? It just means you're going to the next level. And that old stuff, like it can't, can't come with you. Um, and you don't have to carry it with you. And, um, so yeah, when old patterns are resurfacing after you thought they were dead, like nothing is wrong. That happens. Just keep going, keep trusting and know that you are, um, releasing. If you're feeling that like the feeling kind of like fizzles out as you release, you're getting less triggered and less reactive. You're having more awareness of things coming up and the courage to actually recognize that, oh, this is a feeling in me that needs to be felt and released rather than, um, this is something externally that I need to fix outside of me to then somehow change this feeling within me that never works. The feeling is inside, not outside. And so that growing awareness that, oh, this is a feeling in me. This is actually not about, um, what's going on externally. Externally is just mirroring this feeling and you aren't going backwards. You're just going to the next level. So After about six months, I really started noticing I was reacting really differently and I'd get so much less triggered or not triggered at all. Or if I was triggered, 
um, by anything going on in the business, I would be able to move through it so much faster. And instead of there being this like constant heaviness and shame and not enoughness and need to do more, need to figure it out, but I don't know what to do. And, oh, it doesn't work anyway. So I may as well not bother. That was so heavy on me for so long. Um, that started melting away and being replaced by a sense of lightness about it all. And now, you know, since it's, that was at the beginning of 2022, when all of that really started shifting. So almost two years later ish, I feel very, very neutral about my business. And it's rare that my business can rock me out of alignment or out of peace or cause me to feel some type of way. (laughs) And if it does, I'm like, okay, there's a feeling. Let's sit with it. Let's let it like vibrate out rather than going out into my business to try to make my business give me, make me feel whole again. It's like, I would come back to wholeness from within and then let that feeling of wholeness, um, guide me. And since, um, you know, coming, I guess, into more wholeness and peace, I guess you could say around all of it. Um, it just feels so much better. I'm having so much more fun. I'm feeling so much more confident. Everything's so much easier. There's so much less uh, resistance. There's incredible surges of creativity and inspiration, but then also trusting when there's um, more lulls in my creativity and inspiration and actions and like really trusting um, all parts of the action spectrum between all the way from stillness to like super high (laughs) inspired action um, phases and being able to like, let all of that be allowed. Let, um, I don't give a, like, I just don't care. Um, My, my energy and alignment is no longer dependent on the what's happening in the business. And it's funny because if you would have like, if I would have said this to my mind back then, my mind would have been like, no, I don't want that. But here's what I'm going to say. It's funny because now when I have a client or a a corporate meditation or new opportunities in um, my business or people joining courses, um, right. When opportunities or money are coming into my business, like I'm like, oh, that's great. Like, I love this work. I'm happy to help people. And I'm happy, like, this was aligned for them to join. And cool, like, cool. I don't really care. Like, love it, but don't really care. Like, great, but I don't care either way. I didn't ever, I was whole before and I'm still whole. It's like, there's like a, I don't want to say boringness because it's not boring. It feels so good to feel clear and neutral, but there's kind of like those super high highs are not really a thing anymore. And like my mind was all it wanted was those highs. Cause it, th- it thought that's what, you know, happiness and peace were. But now that I have a deep sense of peace, I know that it's not those manic highs and it's actually such a more calm, clear, grounded. I'm good either way, like whatever I'm good, no matter what. And that, um, feeling feels, um, really, really good. So I kind of lost my, my train of thought there. Okay. We'll just continue. So yeah, feeling neutral. It's rare that something can take me out of, um, alignment. And so how I run things now, I feel like run is kind of a funny word. Cause I'm certainly not doing anything that feels like, uh, 
running or rushing or pushing or um, forcing, but I release when I need to, when anything heavy or resistant or triggered is arising. So it's like stop, drop and release as best I can. when it, you know, flows in my um, life, it's like stop, drop and release. If there's something heavy, release it. And then I just flow with my intuition. So I'm um, anything that's coming up, I'm releasing it to come back to that inherent sense of inner security and inner wholeness, and then flowing from there. And I find that what I do from there is always more joyful, always more effective, always uh, is leading me places better than my mind could have predicted or controlled or um, forced its um, way to. And that's it. That's how I run my business. (laughs) And it's like, it's so funny because I feel like minds tend to want, like, give me the 10 actions you took, give me the 10 steps. It's like, there are no, there's no formula except release when anything heavy is rising and flow from there, flow with my intuition. Like that's literally it. And it's so simple and it's taken a lot of releasing to come to this level of, um, trust to, but when you feel at at peace and whole from within, it doesn't matter because wherever you go, you enjoy (laughs) rather than having to get somewhere or achieve something in order to feel joy and okay. It's like not a fun way to live, to be so hinged on things externally. So just in case it's fun for your mind to hear some of the like things, my, the actions, uh, my intuition has guided me to, um, over the last year or so, I ended up having this randomly booking this session with this SEO expert one day, like, I don't know, probably eight months ago or a year ago, who knows when it was. And I, at the time I was like, what am I doing? Like my mind was like, who are you with this SEO? I was really into SEO with the food blogging, but then I like ran in the other direction after all those formulas and stuff. I completely like threw away all, all strategies and formulas and actions. I was like, I can't have anything to do with it because it was too triggering. But now that all the, like the, all those like entangled and triggered feelings were cleared. Um, I had this random ping to book this SEO session. (laughs) This is really interesting. Um, And it was so fun. I loved learning about it. It was such a joy. I ended up going on this huge like SEO rampage, updating my website, creating new blogs focused on SEO, getting really clear about what keywords fit for my business and just literally had a fucking blast, (laughs) like a blast um, with this SEO stuff and, and such a, an energy that was moving me forward that I wasn't in control of, like something else was driving the energy. I wasn't forcing it. I wasn't pushing it, but from the outside, it could have looked like, Oh, she's really efforting. But I didn't feel like I was efforting because something else was guiding me to this big surge of, I don't know, action and, and inspired, uh, creativity, um, and learning, an improvement we could say. So that was really fun. And and the thing was, I didn't give a shit what happened with the SEO, whether it got me better results or more page views or whatever. I didn't care because I was having fun doing it. I was doing it for the joy of it. And it's funny, no surprise. I just got an email the other day saying that uh, for 11 different keywords, I'm on the front page of Google. 11 on the front page of Google. And I was like, wow, that is really cool. 
but no part of me was like <laughs> hinging again. I was like, I didn't care what happened with the SEO. I was doing it for my alignment and like willing to see where, wherever it would go. I wasn't even checking where it would go. And then I randomly get an email. Like, oh, I'm on the front page of Google 11 for 11 words. Cool. Or 11 search phrases. Like, hell yeah. Like that's um, awesome. And one day I had this ping come through about doing meditation classes for companies and teams and corporations. And that's become um, a wonderful, we could say revenue stream in my um, business that was totally unexpected. I never knew anything about it and just came to me one day. And then I ended up going kind of like moving forward um, with that and just having opportunity opportunities um, with that. Um, and the, but first exhale meditation app, which I think I meant to mention that at the beginning of this episode. And I don't think I did. So I'll maybe go back and record, um, an intro about that, but the, but first exhale is my meditation app that's launching August 11th, which I'm really excited for that used to be ritual queen and it was a meditation membership and it was great and it was awesome. And I knew the I had been wanting for like over a year to switch it to an app and it just never flowed. And then over the last few months, it really just flowed so beautifully for me to build it into an app and make it something that you can actually download in the app stores, rebrand it, make it beautiful, make it super easy to use, make the meditations even more amazing, like totally elevate the entire thing. Um, and again, that was entirely energized by my intuition and alignment and joy. Like I didn't mentally make myself do that or do that so that my business could grow or do it to scale things. I never did the SEO to like do any of that. It was all for uh, the joy and alignment of those things and trusting where my intuition um, was guiding me. And those clear actions and those clear inspirations were able to come through so much more clearly because I had done so much more releasing as we, the more we release, the more connected we are to our intuition and natural um, wisdom and creativity. And that will just continue coming through so much more. So I've been finding like an incredible just flow with um, ideas and actions that my mind's like, aren't, or it's not mentally thinking it's or figuring it out its way to, I'm just like, again, releasing and flowing and it, this is where it's been um, guiding me and so far, <laughs> it's guiding me to really incredible experiences and opportunities. And um, the best part, even better than the opportunities that seem to be flowing is my sense of peace about it all. And that true freedom of not being um emotionally like codependent you could say um with my um business so that's kind of the journey and I've just a few of the things kind of like lately my intuition has guided me to with um business and now I want to answer more specifically Natasha's question but I think everything on this episode's kind of already touched on it so she wanted me to talk about promoting business offers from a place of alignment where people buy without feeling pushed. So the promoting and alignment part, 
I'm going to break this down um, into three parts, promoting an alignment, people buying, and without people feeling pushed. So the promoting an alignment, for me, that's something that's just happened naturally, the more I release. Like, I don't even, I don't, I don't try to like, I don't know, do the things. I just do them. It's, it kind of sounds like crazy, but it's amazing. And that's the thing, same thing with food. I don't try to eat in alignment. I just do. Like, I'm not premeditating about food unless I'm really hungry. And I'm like, what am I going to like make to eat? And then I'll probably think about it. Um, But there's very little like thinking and premeditating. And that's how it's starting to become in business. So the more you release, the more it can become just completely natural and um, intuitive. So know that, but a few tips, like in the meantime, um, release what's coming up when it's coming up. Don't try to make yourself oversell or sell something that you don't actually feel confident in just because you feel like you need to promise something bigger in order to get people to buy. I have done that in the past and it just, it really doesn't feel good um, to sell something you're not feeling sturdy. in. so I would say sell what you feel really sturdy in and trust that it's enough and don't try to inflate it. Mm, That's exactly what I used to do is inflate. My inner voice actually said that so clear uh, one time about a year ago when I was um, doing a voice memo with my inner voice, something about like, you don't have to hide the parts of yourself you think are bad and you don't have to inflate yourself. Like you can just like be natural and trust that. Um, so just like, yeah, allow yourself to share and sell what truly feels natural, what truly feels aligned and what you feel sturdy in. And if you don't feel, (laughs) if you can't find anything that you feel sturdy about, then give yourself the grace and the space to find that sturdiness within. So whenever you're feeling not sturdy, okay, where is that feeling and release that feeling. And for me, a huge, um, healing part of my journey for me was to not be promoting or taking actions from a reaction to those feelings of insecurity. So rather than, um, taking action and like, Oh, like, Oh, nobody wants to work with me. Oh, I should go either do nothing and just feel like a victim or send like, you know, like a bunch of emails to like, try to like get someone to do it. So, so that I can feel good enough that watch out for that. When your mind is wanting to seek to fill or to fix release, come back to wholeness from within and then flow from there. Because when we are taking action inspired by those feelings of lack or feelings of not good enough or feeling of like not whole, any actions we take from that place typically just reinforce those feelings and reinforce circumstances that seem to confirm the truth of those feelings. But yeah, nobody wants to work with me. So like, this is true. It's like, well, yes. And (laughs) what happens if you go for that feeling and see what happens from there? I find that the circumstances only continue to like match um, the new feelings of wholeness and alignment. But by then it's like, you don't even care. It's just icing on the cake, which is really um, nice. So that's what I would say about promoting in alignment, follow your intuition, let yourself 
flow with what feels good when it feels like forcing or pushing or graspy or attached or thirsty, like go into that feeling, release that feeling, come back to wholeness and then see what you feel guided to do from there. Okay. So promoting business offers from a place of alignment where people buy. So the where people buy part is understandable because I absolutely would have been asking the exact same question a couple of years ago. Like, how do I get someone to buy? How do I get someone to buy? How do I get someone to buy? But that felt very disempowering because yes, of course it's, you know, we can share what we have to offer, but ultimately it's up to other people if they're going to choose to buy. So trying to take that choice into our own hands. Well, it's like, of course it's not in our it's not in our hands. It's not our decision to make. So trying to like mentally control that decision um, for someone else and like manipulate and contort ourselves to say the right thing or do the right thing or act in the right way in order to get them to buy um, can be a very draining energy. And I don't know if that's what you are like implying in your question, like you might not feel that at all, but just coming from my own um, experience, um, like see if you can recognize when the mind is like feeling attached to trying to manipulate itself to be or say or do a certain thing in order to get someone to um buy and just um watch that and see if you can hand their decision back over to them okay i recognize this is all i can do is sh- is show up and put this out there and whether or not people buy that's up to them. I'm handing this decision back over to them. It's no longer mine to meddle in or worry about. I'm handing their decision back over to them. And I'm staying in my own lane and showing up in a way that just feels joyful for me. And then letting what happens um, from there happen. And if you feel like, no, I can't do that because you're like so too attached um, to them uh, buying or not, then that's like more releasing. to release, we could say. Um, Okay, the last part. So promoting business offers from a place of alignment where people buy without feeling pushed. So again, we are not necessarily in control of if someone's feeling pushed. It sounds like what you're feeling maybe is that you have a feeling that makes you think other people are gonna feel pushed because there's a feeling in you that feels like, because of the feeling in me, they're going to feel pushed. Does that make sense? Um, so we are usually fearing that others are going to feel pushed when we are pushing or forcing or attached to their response. So what is that feeling in you that makes you feel like they're going to feel pushed? Um, and I, so maybe for me, it felt very, like a very graspy, thirsty, attached feeling or I was afraid of being pushy and scaring them away because ultimately it all came down to being attached to getting a yes um, from them. And I think so many business teachings are all about that. Like you got to get the yes, you got to get them to say um, yes. And like that just never felt good for me. It feels much better for me to um, not need a yes. (laughs) And to release myself to the place where I no longer feel like I need a yes, I'm no longer attached to it. And then let what happens, um, happens. And it's really interesting of like, you know, it's like, 
it's like that there's a lot of yeah business teachings where like the number one priority is like make the sale get the yes grow the business make more um money and that's put so much at the forefront and there's nothing wrong with wanting to make more money and grow your business and taking actions to um grow your business but it's when it's coming at the expense of your own alignment and your own uh well-being it just isn't helpful and so I made I literally made someone cry before years ago, probably like four years ago on a discovery call, because I was following a script that some coach told me to follow where you like, you cover all of their projections and you speak to all their pain points and you sell them on your solution. And you like, basically like take their credit card on the phone and like make them say, yes, you like use special psychology words and like basically it was like so manipulative. Um, but I thought, Oh, this is just what you're supposed to do for business at the time. But it felt so icky and so pushy, but I felt, I thought I, I literally thought it was what I had to do to succeed. So I really, um, pushed on this, uh, woman one time, um, to join. And she said, yes, on the phone. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll send you the link to pay. Like we're going to go forward. Great. And then we hang up and she emails me a few minutes later, hours later, um, saying like, I, um, like, I don't know why, but I've been like crying since we got off the phone. And I just like, I just feel like I can't move forward with this. Like, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, I'm so sorry. And I could just tell from her response, oh my God, she felt so pushed that she had to say yes on the phone, even though it wasn't right for her. And then she felt so bad about it that she was crying. And then she felt guilty and and like, it almost like wasn't even allowed for her to say no. And after that, I was like, I never want to make someone feel like they can't say no again. Like I'm like, they have to say yes. That like pushy is just like, not not a vibe, like did not feel good at all for me. It did not feel good at all for her. And that was a huge lesson for me. Um, I dropped (laughs) all the scripts and trying to make people say yes and trying to get them to overcome their objections. Like I'm not trying to get anything now. If I speak to someone who's interested in working with me, it's like, this is, um, how I can support you. This is what I have to offer is it a yes or no for you? Take it or leave it. I'm no longer, I'm not dependent on your yes or no. I'm not, you know, saying this to people, um, on the call, but like, that's the energy of like, I, um, like if this is aligned for you, like let's do it. If it's not cool. And the, I didn't, wasn't, you can't think your way there, right? You can't just tell yourself, okay, like I'm good no matter what. Because if there's a feeling in you that says, but no, I need them to say yes, that's the feeling that needs to be become aware of and released. And then it will be natural and easy to feel like, oh yeah, I'm good no matter um, what. Because I knew, right? I knew I should be detached. I knew I shouldn't care if they say yes or no. I knew I should let it go. Like mentally, I was like, I know better than this yet. I still feel so attached. And that's where the releasing um, is so transformative because those thought, the thoughts that say, I need them to say yes, no longer have an emotional weight to them. And then you can be just really um, free and clear and not need people to say um, yes or no. And it's um, kind of funny because like, once I really 
released enough to come to the place of like, okay, I'm good either way, whether people, you know, sign up for things or not. It's kind of like funny. There are more people <laughs> that end up um, starting to sign up for classes and um, sessions and things like that and more opportunities coming through. But I had completely dropped trying to get people to buy. Instead, I was, my number one priority was my inner peace and releasing anything that seemed to be blocking that and following what felt aligned and joyful and intuitive for me. And then saying, okay, this is what I'm doing because this feels really fucking good. And let's see where this takes me. Instead of saying, I have to have five clients. How will I get five clients? And then manipulating my actions and behaviors and and trying to manipulate my thoughts and everything to get me there, which it never got me there. (laughs) And it only made me feel worse. And I wasn't joyful along the way, but I was trying to get there to get the joy, but it never, but I never got it. But then I kept chasing it until I realized like, oh, I can actually put my peace and my alignment and follow what feels joyful for me first and trust what unfolds from there. And I feel amazing and so much better. And what unfolds from there seems to be pretty great, pretty um, wonderful, expanding and elevating and new, exciting things and opportunities that I didn't necessarily predict or control. It's just I'm just allowing it to unfold and trusting what unfolds and loving what unfolds because I'm in alignment in the process and loving the process. And anytime I'm not, I release to come back to that the now and a peace and alignment with the now. So that is all for this episode. I have no idea how long I just talked for, but I feel like it was a long time. Um, but I'm so uh, grateful for you, Natasha, for asking this question um, and know that everything I was saying, like, I don't know if that's the way you're feeling. That's a lot of how I was um, feeling. If I were the one asking that question in the past, th- that's where I would have been coming from. So just know that's where I was coming from. It might not be, you know, perfectly applicable to your um, situation, but the best things I can say is release what's coming up when it's coming up and um, follow your intuition and see where that um, takes you. Cause what I found for me and many slash all of my clients is that when we do that, there's only more, um, peace and magic and flow and joy in our lives. So thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it was helpful. And wherever you are in this journey. I just want to say that nothing is wrong with you for feeling the way you do. Of course you do. And you can let go. You can be free. You can trust yourself. You can follow what feels joyful for you. You can let go of the forcing and the pushing. You can let go of the attachment and you can be at peace and find a sense of peace, uncover a sense of peace that was there all along, that always was, always is, and always will be within you. And that's what a releasing allows us to uncover and come back to and allows that 
sense of wholeness and peace to only grow and only get stronger and only be more present in our everyday lives. So I um, hope this was helpful and that is all for this episode. So thank you for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.